represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio.
Ah, oh, lovely. Yeah. Welcome to Kyologus Crack. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about who's done the troll. <laughs> I'm your uh, man. That's called till, killing two birds with one stone there, Kenny. Oh, yeah, right I out of the my, gate. My favourite artist, and uh, that one goes out to uh, the big big crowd of people in town here from Limerick for a big wedding today. Very good. Stephen Walsh is getting married today. He's tying the knot. Married the love of his life. And uh, my good pal, Jeremy Milan, is out. Come his on, wife, Jer. Shirley, and the whole family. And I went over there to the Homewood Suites for a little coffee with him before I got here and right. bumped into another fella. John O'Flynn, out from Vancouver. Total coincidence. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. John asked me to give a big shout-out to uh, his soccer team over here playing in this uh, Umbro Showcase tournament. Oh, that's where my kids are playing. Your kids are at that as well? They are indeed, yeah. Well, look out for him now. He's from a team called Mountain United, not to be mixed up with Manchester United. Okay, MUFC is on the back, though. Have a look at them now. Yeah. Check um, them out. That's where I'll be racing to after the show. Actually, over to Centennial Park. Yeah, home of Gaelic games. Wow, has the Garrison games today? Oh Lord, don't be fighting! Oh, don't uh, be fighting with John on the sideline now. No, no, I'll yeah. keep keep it all to myself. Keep, keep it, keep it above board. Keep it cool. Good I'm stuff. Cool well, yeah. um, GAA is in full swing, Kenny. Full tilt. And uh, the All Ireland finalists from last year got bounced again. Again, Galway. Will Galway beat Mayo? They, they did, did indeed by a goal. And uh, Mayo were down, of course, a man. Uh, it was. Wasn't a great second half now, football, Ooh. naturally enough. No, no uh, it wasn't. Got a chance to watch it. But um yeah, Mayo has the back door to do now. Yeah, sure they're they're Again, experts at they're it. They're used now. to it. They're experts at it. <laughs> the last couple of years anyway, yeah. they've been used to it. So um, we'll have to see now how they how they go, how they fear. Uh, yeah, and uh, fierce drama in Leinster this week with the dismissal of the Offaly manager. Oh, now the, the crack. It's a, it's a gong show. Uh, <laughs> I never heard. <laughs> so much awfully talk this week. <laughs> what was is it? Nineteen ninety four since the last one, yeah. maybe a Leinster or something like that. But it's there hasn't time. been that kind of much talk about awfully <laughs> since then. But yeah, Stephen Wallace was dismissed, yeah. relieved of his duties. And I see that they just announced last night Paul Rouse is going to be the interim oh manager. Uh, Paul is a, a, a fairly regular contributor to. Uh, off the ball that I would yeah. listen to quite a bit. He's a UCD lecturer oh, okay. and a GA historian. So it's kind of an interesting, very good, interesting position now to be <laughs> thrown in. There's a there's a few lads I think that are going to help him out. Yeah, in the back room. But yeah, the yeah. Stephen Wallace thing is gas. If you haven't heard it, go listen to some of the podcast stuff. It's, uh, <laughs> it really is. Oh my goodness. Drama, me. drama. Ah, of course, yeah, yeah. Offaly on the heels of Offaly being bounced after an extra time win. Yeah, Wicklow took care of business there. Five point winners um, in other results last weekend as well. Dermot Donnelly's lads, Carlo, mm-hmm. uh, dispatched loud quite easily, 217 to 12 points. And Saturday, um, my lads dug deep in the second half and came yeah. back to beat Wexford in, Wexford time, in extra time, 221 to 118. Six-point win for my lads. We're moving on now you. to play Westmead. And yeah. Sligo take on Galway. Galway, yeah. 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 That'll be an interesting one. June, what, second or third, I think, there, yeah. Will you be doing a few Paddy Power bets on that one now? I might, might yeah. throw a bet. I'd say I'd get pretty good odds on Sligo at this <laughs> stage now. I'd say you might. But, um, I'd yeah. say you might. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. good. And uh, GAA in town opened last weekend. You took... Uh, Uchtron, I did. John Horn over to throw in the 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 opening ball, I suppose. The opening sir. ball, yeah. And then how did that all go? It went well. He threw yeah. in the ball very well. Did he? he yeah, he did. Good. Yeah, Fair play and um, the St. Pat's men's team uh, did their uh, club proud because they celebrated their fiftieth and uh, they took down Durham quite handily, and uh, that was in the in the first game. And uh, I believe that um, 
in the other game, um, St. Vincent's took care of St. Mike's and the Toronto Gales were playing the Toronto Gales. Who do you oh, think won that game? I said the Toronto Gales. Did the they? Toronto Gales. <laughs> The A or kind of handy. The A or the B team. The A, yeah. Uh, they, is that what they're calling That's it? The A and B. Yeah, A and B, right. one and two. Right. And so, uh, yeah, the first team did beat the second team, I think by about eight or nine points in the end. Um, so that was it. I know there was a ladies' game there. I didn't get that result. We'll have to get uh, a little bit more engagement now on the PR front with the GA. It'd be great yeah. to get some of that stuff going. If we could get someone calling in on well, a, maybe yeah. a weekly basis now and yeah. give us an update. There's, a, there's more controversy, of course, in... Uh, back home in GEA terms and I'd like to get your opinion on this uh, James Dolan mm-hmm. the vice captain of Westmead right. played in the league all through it yeah. and has now decided that he's not going to play in the championship he's heading off to America yeah. what, would you, what would you make of that now? Uh, I, so I think what, what that does really is um, because uh, you know, uh, probably Carlo's best player is gone as well mm. And um, those are the ones that we know about. Mm-hmm, a lot yeah. of kind of uh, uh, peripheral players yeah, of that course, have also yeah. done the same thing. But what it's really doing is it's, uh, I think it's, it's feeding right into the hands of the, of the Uchter, what the Uchteron said about a two-tier system. These fellas know that they're not going to win yeah. a Leinster final. They know that they're not going to win a, an All-Ireland medal. But um, in a two-tier system, you know, they might hang around, right? Because, yeah. they, because literally, you know, w- a, a, a county like Westmead, could actually uh, win a two-tier if they were in a second-tier um, league. They could actually win that, right? So, anyway, it's that's that's it. I mean, it, but it's been happening for years, right? Yeah. So no, no, I know. It's, yeah, it's been it's happening for years. New, but uh, it, is, it is interesting, I suppose, when you take a look at it. And this, you know, has he taken somebody else's place? And you know, why yeah. did he make that decision? Yeah. You know, yeah. You're a young fella too, right? Ah, yeah. Twenty-one. Like, uh, yeah. you go off for the summer to. America or Australia or Canada or England yeah. or wherever you go, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're young, right? And why not? You're kind of oh, you 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 the commitment that you make to to GA during the summer is incredible. And so it is, anyway, yeah. the chance to go off and you know you know probably get two or three games playing for Westmead, go off and play a whole summer of football in the states. Why not? That's right. Maybe yeah. secretly get a few bob out of it. I don't That's, know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right, so we've got loads to talk about. A big rugby match going on today. Yeah, that's right. uh, We'll give you a little update on that. Leinster are beating Munster 10-3 right now. Jack Conan went over for a try for Munster. Or, sorry, for Leinster. And uh, so they're in the lead. 10-3 in what appears to be a very open match. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that one. Uh, John Klein for Munster was just... Uh, given a yellow card there a couple of minutes ago. So that could be interesting now as they head towards the halftime. Good stuff. Right, give us some tunes there now. Is there more Joe today? Yeah, no, no more Joe. No, No, I I shut her down after the first one. Yeah, so you're you're off. Uh, But uh, my my cousin Larkin was over uh, last night for some dinner with his wife, Betty. Lovely. Yeah, and uh, he's retired now up in Castlebar and uh, Betty is still working away there, you know, earning all the bread there and, he off yeah. golfing every day and she off slaving at work. But anyway, oh, I told her I'd play an old uh, Mayo tune and uh, Mayo people are very proud of this fella, Monsignor Horn. So here's a song called Monsignor Horn. Oh, lovely. To hell or to Connacht was Cromwell's war cry and the West say the poet in slumber do from Mayo, God help us, they cried long ago For you suffered in silence the hate of the foe You were born in the county of green and the red Where millions 
millions of people from famine they fled and you felt the pains of a people so proud you seen the neglect of the traitor and coward a sagar ebrata nefort got yo is the anam allowed in your kai mayo Just like the priests at the mass rock of old Who brave red coats and hunger and famine and cold Your cause all though different, objective the same You're remembered, your country, and true to your name And the very same people were there by your side Who stood on the hill or some bleak mountainside Who guarded the vestments of faith long ago Will stand now on guard above and below A sagard a grata Nefort kadyo is the anam Allowed in your gosh in my In the county Mayo there's a beautiful shrine and it's called Conochwara with powers divine. It's the seat of a queen who reigns from above and is looked on in Ireland with affection and love. For the village of Knock with its beauty serene is set in the country of emerald green. And Monsignor Horden can hold your head high. You put down the concrete, broad plains from the sky. A summer, a grotto, never could you is the anam alone in the country The Lady of Knock is the light of the West, appeared on the spot which St. Patrick he blessed. Bring people from lands that are far, far away to come to your altar to kneel and to pray. For Nucket was chosen by a power supreme And God, he has placed you in some divine scheme And Monsignor Horan can hold your head high You put down the concrete, broad plains from the sky A summer, the grotto, therefore could you Is the anam, allowed in love, God give me When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen's 
Kingsway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Yes, make it for the Galway Arms. And as you know, with the championship in full swing, the big G, the Galway Arms are going to have lots of uh, stuff televised down there. Starting tomorrow, 9 a.m., Limerick versus Tip. And at 11 a.m., Cork versus Clare. And they want you to know that next Friday night, they'll have some live music. May 25th, live music with Matt Morgan. All right, with that news out of the way, it's time to get the big news from Ireland. Desmond Devoy, good morning, sir. Good morning to you both, Mark and Ken. Great to have you both in studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. The gap has tightened heading into the last weekend of campaigning ahead of next week's abortion referendum. If the numbers in this week's Irish Times MRBI poll hold a week from now on May 25th, the yes side will be victorious, though its lead has narrowed over time. The poll found that 58% would vote to repeal the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution, while 42% would vote no. There has been some unusual moves ahead of such a contentious emotional vote, the most visible being a big white no being etched onto the north side of County Sligo's Ben Balban this week, which has since been removed. Tommy Banks of Sligo for Life told Ocean FM that the land is held in common and so there is no ownership, though some criticize the move for defacing Sligo's most famous natural landmark. And singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran in Ireland for a series of concerts in Belfast and Dublin this month has distanced himself from no campaigners who used his 2011 song Small Bump to promote their anti-abortion cause. Sheeran wrote on Instagram that using his song that way, quote, does not reflect what the song is about. He said he had not given his permission for the song to be used. However, while the Varadkar government does not appear to have to worry about a referendum loss on its hands, it will have to worry about a precipitous drop in support from female voters. Just last month's support for the Fine Gael party was at about 44%, the highest of any government since 2011. That number has dropped by seven points since then in the wake of the cervix check scandal, where there was a failure on the part of the screening program to inform female patients about incorrect smear tests. And amongst female voters, support for the party has dropped 12 points to 29%, according to the same poll. The poll also found that 58% of voters felt that President Michael D. Higgins should serve a second term while 32% think that he should serve out his term. His term runs out in November, and while neither Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil are keen enough to presidential contest this fall, preferring to focus their attention on a possible general election, Sinn Féin would like to see a contested race, though former, former party president Jerry Adams has been ruled out as a possible candidate right now. However, Senator Gerard Crawwell has said that he will challenge Higgins if he runs, saying that he has lined up the support of 20 Oireachtas members. Sad news to tell you about this morning, a Canadian tourist has fallen to his death from Karen Hill, Ireland's tallest mountain in County Kerry. RTE News reports that the man fell more than 100 metres to his death on Tuesday in the Hags Glen, Brother O'Shea's gully area of the mountain. About two dozen members of the Kerry Mountain Rescue Team took part in the search for the body, for the body in poor, foggy conditions. He had been on vacation with his fiancée. In sports news this morning, a Galway hurler has been given 240 hours of community service instead of serving seven concurrent two-year sentences after he pled guilty to stealing an estimated 70,000 euros from the company he worked for at the Galway Central Criminal Court this week. 
David Glennon worked for a wine distribution company where he transferred money from customers into his account to pay for gambling debts in 2014 and 2015. So much money was stolen, the company was almost forced to close. However, a mystery donor put 65,000 euros back to the company, with Glennon kicking in 5,000 himself. Glennon has apologized for his actions, having gone public, and is now giving talks about his experiences and recovery. Well, this week in Local News Matters, we return to the Northwest again, the province of Connacht. We begin in County Mayo, and we just heard a great Mayo song there just before the news. And the Connacht Telegraph reports that Rural and Community Development Minister Michael Ring officially opened a new offices this week. The new offices of O'Malley Tarm Academy in Ballynew Castle Bar. The 40-year-old company employs about 40 people. And an intriguing report out from the Galway Advertiser. The two local councils that cover County Galway are both the best and the worst when it comes to integrity, according to a new ranking. The paper reports that Galway City Council was the highest ranking of the 31 local authorities looked at by Transparency International across the country. Meanwhile, Galway County Council was dead last when it comes to transparency, accountability, and ethics. The City Council scored 70% with 21 points out of 30. It also scored best in accountability and ethics categories. The County Council, however, scored 17% with 5 points out of 30. And finally, the Roscommon People reports that Belfast-born Game of Thrones star Ian McElhenney was to be the special guest at the Kilbride Community Centre on Friday night. He was due to read a selection of poems during a special celebration of the life and ministry of the late canon Liz McElhenney, who has been married to his cousin Cyril. Liz had been diagnosed with motor neuron disease and moved to Lurgan County Armagh after a diagnosis and spent some time there writing poetry. Following a memorial service in Lurgan, which raised money for MND research, he decided to do a follow-up poetry reading performance of Liz's words in Roscommon, which was her last parish. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. News has been brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Find out more online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil. Fishing boats at Dingle to the shores of Dunedee. I miss the river Shannon and the folks at Skibbereen, the moorlands and the meadows with their forty shades of green. But most of all, I a girl in Tipperary town And most of all I miss her lips as soft as eider down Again I want 
to see and do the things we've done and seen where the breeze is sweet as Shalimar and there's forty shades of green I wish that I could spend an hour at Dublin's churning surf I'd love to watch the farmers drain the bulk and spit the turf to see again the patching of the straw the woman gleam I'd walk from Cork to Lard to see forty shades Most of all, I miss a girl in Tipperary town. And most of all, I miss her lips as soft as Eiderdown. Again, I want to see and do the things we've done and seen. Where the breeze is sweet as Shalimar And there's forty shades of green Where the breeze is sweet as Shalimar And there's forty shades of green Come on, is that Daniel? Guess who that was? Daniel O'Donnell? Oh boy, yeah. And, uh... I read something that Magella, the wife, was on the late, late last night. Because they have a new, I guess, season of their show. Where oh, they go yeah. around these. Is it Bed and Breakfast or something like that? They That's go right. Around. There's yeah. fierce characters. Uh, apparently, it's a gas show. I've never seen it. <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> uh, it is halftime there in the match at uh, the RDS. Yeah. And it is 10-3 to Leinster. Wow. It was a, there is a big game tomorrow, too, for Ulster, by the way. They uh, take on Ospreys in a do-or-die, the final spot for Champions Cup uh, next year. Next year, yeah. So they have to win that to get All in. Right. It'll make something on, maybe of their, uh, yeah, of their season. So, yeah. And uh, Celtic are leading 2-0 in about the 68th minute in the Scottish Cup final, which yeah. uh, would bring some history there because they're on their way to win the treble again so two years in a row to win the treble which is amazing fantastic Brendan Rodgers and the team up there and tomorrow the Irish team Republic of Ireland play Celtic uh, for Scott Brown's testimonial which is testimonial yeah so that's uh, good and I see that uh, Mr. O'Neill has packed it up with a bunch of young fellas about time yeah yeah good um, there's even a, a Shamrock Rovers player. Shamrock Rovers play Sligo tonight, and then he's off, flies over to, to Scotland. He's he's in the squad. Oh, brilliant! For the game, so that's uh, that's great to see a, a, good. a Premier Division um, player in that lineup. And then Ireland play two more friendlies against France on May 28th in Paris, and yep. then the USA on June 2nd in Dublin, and that'll be John O'Shea's final swan song that's he's it he'll be what a career yeah. yeah I think 117 caps or something oh, incredible. like that so incredible yeah. fair play to him great player yeah we do have a caller calling in folks uh, for those who are thinking about or who have already planned the big open door Cayley weekend is next weekend the dance weekend and we have Kevin Monaghan who will be your teacher calling in here in uh-huh. a few minutes so 
He's a bit of crack, isn't he? We'll have a few uh, few tips maybe for that weekend. Mm, right, very good. Get your dancing shoes on. Hey, going back a little bit to the GAA, a result just in in the Joe McDonough Cup is that Leash have defeated Antrim. Oh, they seem the to Lord. have Antrim's number most of the time right. anyway. Four-point win over Antrim in the Joe McDonough Cup. They've lost two games already, Leash, and uh, that puts them right back into it now. But a silverware maybe on the way. I know, we're hoping, you know. Oh, we're deadly. hoping, yeah. This is a bit of a test of a two-tier system, right? In right, the, the yes, Hurlins. So yeah. there seems to be a bit of um, uh, excitement about it. Good. And uh, massive news on the golf front, uh, La Hinch. La Hinch, yes, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Have they ever had it before? I do not believe so. No, yeah. I do not think so. so. The and they beat out Sligo. Did they? Yeah, Ross's point was in the running on that. Oh, wow. And uh, Paul McGinley is taking this uh, leadership role, and Le Hinch will be the host for the 2019 Brilliant. Irish yeah. Open. Yeah, it'll be great. That'd be great. Because now? the Open is in Portrush in 2019. Oh. And, uh, and he explained that one of his reasons around, you know, kind of picking up on Le Hinch too was to have it. A little bit further south, and yeah. not all the crowds kind of up and around uh, yeah, the, the yeah. north. And Ballyliffin, yeah. up in in Donegal, is the host of it this year. And there is rumour that Tiger might play in that in the Irish Open. In the Irish Open to get himself all warmed up. Ballyliffin, that's right up there now. I'll tell you, it was up there. Yeah, don't be looking for hotels up there. They, no, I'd say most of it'd be into you'd be into Derry, Derry, yeah, for your spot. Yeah, and uh, I was listening to some some of the press who got to play it there a couple of weeks ago. And there's a par three there, and the wind was coming in so strong that they were hitting driver. Nobody in the entire group that played that day hit the green, including a, f- a few pros. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. It'll be a real test there for sure. Oh, brilliant. Well, I mean, Port Rush will be a great uh, test uh, for um, for the golfers and then down to the Irish Open. So, right, we'll keep going here a bit of music. Good stuff. And uh, then we'll uh, talk to Kevin. Deadly. Your 
stuff bit of water boys there what about them lads Bukali Ishka brilliant I think Love that's it. how you might say it maybe well we're going to roll the dice here a bit aren't we a wee bit yeah we uh, have the big dance weekend coming up next weekend uh, May 25th through the 27th Open Door Cayley and we think on the line there's heavy breathing I hope it's him it's Kevin Monaghan good morning Kevin Good morning. Uh, well, I, I made a bit of a, I made a bit of a, a bit of a boo boo there. I, I pressed the wrong button there for the phone. So sometimes we have people calling in that aren't calling in for the show at all. So, you know, live radio, you just never know. But it's glad we're glad it's you, Kevin. Good, good. You're good. looking forward to coming over next weekend. We certainly are. Yeah, myself and Carol are looking forward to the trip. That's brilliant. Yeah. I think all the folks here are very excited about it. You're uh, you're 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 often known known by the name Sets Mad. I like the play yes. on words there. That's good. Yes, yes, yes. Give people a little bit yeah. of background as to what they're going to get next weekend here in Toronto. So, um, I guess um, I'm from West of Ireland originally. Galway, living lived in the UK for the last thirty years. I've been dancing, set dancing for about. Uh, uh, 20 odd years now and we've been teaching for probably 15 um, and we we have a I suppose a, we, we run our own weekends as well we run a big weekend in September and we run one in March and we dance lots of some of the unusual stuff um, whereas sometimes back in Ireland they stick to the usual few popular sets we tend to find some of the, the older and rarer ones and we have a go at those, um, and I noticed uh, actually from from the dancers over there that you guys have similar tastes. That uh, you like a bit of variety, so we hope to add to that. That's brilliant. Some old and some new. Variety is the spice of life, as they say. Uh, so absolutely. <laughs> we'll be looking for that. Yeah, you go all across Europe, even as far away as places like the Czech Republic. What are your audiences yeah, like over there, Kevin? Brilliant. They are. So we were there last month. We teach in Prague every year. And we had 14 nationalities dancing there last month. That's amazing. Um, from Estonia to, to the US. That's great. And we we even had a, a, a Canadian. Oh, the hockey. <laughs> Very <laughs> so, yeah, good. There's a really good, really good scene there. And actually a much younger um, demographic than we have in Ireland or in, in the UK. Um, so that's really nice to see. So... Um, so it's growing in popularity. Is that what it is? Is it is it people that are necessarily Irish but just interested in Irish dancing? It's uh, almost exclusively not Irish. Um, the, yeah, it's very much the Irish Irish rhythms have, have seemed to have caught root around the world, and, and there's some really strong 
dancing scenes in in Switzerland and in Germany, all over Europe. In fact, right now there's one going on in Belgium and another one going on in in Switzerland. So yeah, it's a vibrant scene across Europe. That's marvelous. That's great. So it seems to be spreading rather than it might be getting uh, a little bit weaker at the old core, but it's certainly strong at the fringes. Mm. Well, that's great. That's Which is really good. Credit to the to the likes of yourself and and Carl too, spreading that all around. That's that's brilliant, and we'll be uh, looking forward to a bit of uh, your unique teaching skills coming here to Toronto. You do about thirty different dances, is that correct? Yeah, when we when we dance our own weekend, we um, our formula is that we never repeat a dance, so um, mm. you get to do lots and lots of different ones. I suppose we have probably fifty or sixty we've danced over the time now. And we'll um, we'll share a few of those with with you guys, some some new ones and uh, a couple of the the very old ones as well that they're not danced often enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sets mad. That's deadly, isn't it? Sets, I love it. Mad, I like the t-shirt too. <laughs> the T-shirt yeah, is nice is very well positioned. The, the lettering is very well positioned there. Uh, uh, you've seen the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd see you get a few questions about that one, do you? Uh, there was a time in Ireland when we got some funny looks. Yeah. Oh, I bet, I bet. <laughs> Kevin, how did this um, all start? Was your was this um, is this kind of in your DNA from your family? Like, it was from a young age. Were you into this, or or did this some is this something that kind of grew on you? But, um, kind of, it, it was here, but I, I was never connected to it. Mm. So, so I, I guess there's two two strong connections. Um, a neighbour of mine is a guy called Matt Cunningham, and and people who who dance Irish set dancing have always danced to his music because he's recorded music for sixty sets or thereabouts, maybe more. Um, so when you learn Irish set dancing, you always dance to his music. Um, so he's a neighbour of ours. He used to play in the house at home, um, and my father danced for a while, a mm. short while, back in the early eighties. And he, in fact, they won the All Ireland with a set. But I had no particular interest in it as a young kid in the early eighties yeah. in Ireland. And it wasn't until Matt came to England, and, um, and my parents were over, and they said, "Oh, we'll go see Matt." Mm. And I went along and, and witnessed this, and there was a floor full of people just bouncing around the place on a Sunday afternoon and it looked amazing. So I thought, I've got to try this. Um, but I, you know, I danced a little bit at home, so you know, the rhythms and the steps weren't very hard to find. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, uh, then the scene was quite strong in England that time and continues to be. Wonderful. Well, listen, um, I'm sure a lot of folks looking forward to you coming over here. What are the dates again? It's the 25th through the 27th so it's next weekend yeah, yeah. and Brilliant. it should be uh, should be great we'll give out a wee bit more information on it of course as we announce our calendar a wee bit later on but there, there is a, a welcome Kayleigh on the Friday you'll be there for that will you? Yeah we'll be there Friday evening and uh, then we're workshop Saturday morning and afternoon and another Kayleigh again Saturday evening and then a, a workshop on uh, Sunday morning before the, the final Kayleigh on on Sunday. Great. So we'll be there for the generation duration and we're looking forward to meeting people and hopefully dancing with people in the Cayleys as well. Ah, that's brilliant. Well, we look forward to having you in town. Have you been to Toronto before? No, first time in that part of the world actually. All right. Well, so you're... really, really looking forward to it and we're, we're having a, a few days afterwards to do some sightseeing. Ah, that's great. You'll love it here. It's a great city. 
great stuff. Thanks a million, Kevin, for calling in. We we look forward to the weekend next week and enjoy your time in Toronto. Safe travels. Certainly will. All the best. Good luck. Bye. Bye.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Yes, make sure you get yourselves down there to any of the Quinn group and enjoy a good evening down there. Great hospitality, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know if you're following this, but for the first time since Sean Kelly won two stages in 1988, do we have a winner oh. in Giro Italia? Sam Bennett, Carrick and Shore native, oh. has won two stages. Uh, we didn't get to chat about it much last week because he had won a stage, uh, the seventh stage, last uh, weekend. And that was the first time um, since Stephen Roach had won yeah. in 1987. Uh, but uh, he's won two stages now, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah, he's a speedster. Deadly. Yeah. So, fair play to him. And was Sean Kelly not from Carrick and Shore as well? No? I, I believe you might was. be right. He was. I think you're right. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, wow. there you go. Good cycling down there. Good cycling is right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you have followed the Irish U-17s. I had chatted maybe when you left the studio last week that it was going to be covered on RT2 on Monday. Mm. And uh, anyway, um, it was brilliant, yeah. th- a game. They tied the Dutch 1-1 oh. and then massive controversy oh. in the penalty Terrible. shootout. Terrible. Yeah. Keeper got sent off. And they went on, the Dutch went on to play England, finished in nil-nil and went to a penalty shootout and the Dutch won on again. penalties again wow. so they're in the final tomorrow against Italy it's a hokey major controversy ah sure it was terrible it was a shambles yeah Yeah. Martin O'Neill went on the pitch even afterwards and I read today because he you know made some comments to the referee and that there was comments made by the FAI today that he will not receive any punishment for it because yeah. he was a spectator not yeah. there in official capacity yeah so there it's you go wow. good to know like if you're a spectator you can run on the pitch and yeah. Yell abuse at the ref, yeah. <laughs> not get any any uh, penalty yourself well, for it. So there you go. Well, listen, I wanted to also you know publicly apologise to you that I wasn't able to make it over to your house this morning for the party you threw for the royal uh. wedding. <laughs> I couldn't make it for the scones and the tea. Was there a big crowd over? Did you have a good time? <laughs> Telly didn't even go on. I've never seen you tongue tied. Huh? Telly didn't even go on. Mark. Did it not? No, I haven't seen anything about well, it. We got at all. we got through forty seven minutes without talking about that. We did amazing. And I didn't even think and it, it deserves some up. kind of a mention. Because you brought up a wedding before. I thought maybe that's yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> well, well anyway. no, I have a bit of oh. a wedding theme here, but it's not for did that Did they make one. it through, do you know? What's that? Did they get through? Did, he, did they do it? Did everything good? Oh, I don't know. I think no? so. I think it all went fine. Yeah. There was a bit of controversy because I think the pastor from her church came over and he he started talking about some inappropriate things like slavery and things like that oh, from the pulpit. Yeah. You're joking me. Yeah, there was, a few, uh, there was a few eyes looking up on that one. But uh, I now get why you have that fancy hat on today. Yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> that until now. That's, that's it. That's what it is. The okay. penny's dropped, has it? <laughs> okay. It's very All right. good now. Well, here's okay. a tune now that'll get the old uh, heel click in here a bit. All right, deadly. Mary Mack. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Here's a good up temple tune that uh, I want everybody 
bloody hand in the house here on this one, a thing called Mary Mac's mother's making Mary Mac. Mary my mother's making me Mary, Mary Mac. If I marry Mary Mac, she'll take care of me, and we'll all be making Mary if I marry Mary Mac. I believe in it a little day. Mary Mac's mother's making Mary Mac. Mary my mother's making me Mary, Mary Mac. If I marry Mary Mac, she'll take care of me, we'll all be making Mary if I marry Mary Mac. I believe in it a little day. Let's get every hand in the air now, without exception. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here's the calendar brought to us, of course, by Hop House. Who is your man, huh? (laughs) Anyway, Great Famine Voices Roadshow is going to be held at St. Michael's College on Tuesday, May the 22nd. And this is going from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Madden Hall. And that is down there at 100 St. Joseph Street. It is a free open house event that will feature short talks about the Irish famine migration to Canada and will also provide an opportunity to share family memories or stories. There will be light refreshments provided. And if you'd like to participate, please contact Dr. Jason King. And you can do that by sending an email, famine-studies at irishheritagetrust.ie and you can get more information at St. Michael's website stmikes.utoronto.ca or of course email celticstudies celtic.studies at utoronto.ca 
There is also a two-day symposium entitled The Famine Irish and Forced Migration to be held at the Archives of Ontario at York University, and that is up at the Keele campus in Toronto, May 22nd through the 23rd. And all those interested in Irish-Canadian history and the impact of the Great Famine in Canada in particular will be able to attend this. There will be speakers from both sides of the Atlantic. The Archives building is close to the York University new TTP stop and admission again is free and you can get more information of course at Celtic Studies the annual dance weekend we had the man himself Kevin Monaghan call in there from uh, from England today will be held at the uh, Royal Canadian Legion Todd Morden branch and that is at 1083 Pape Avenue and if you want ticket information give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205 or Mary a call at 905 905- Three three zero seven nine seven two. It all opens up, of course, with a an opening Kaylee on Friday, and that is running from eight till eleven thirty. And then there'll be workshops on Saturday in the morning and the afternoon. There'll be a Kaylee and a Kaylee at, at night, and then there'll be a, a closing Kaylee from one to five on Sunday as well. The bands will be Ina O'Brien and Friends, Cabbage Town Kaylee Band, and Pat Simmons, and there will be a cash bar as well available and there is free parking and it is TTC accessible. The Chieftains Golf Tournament will take place next weekend Saturday May the 26th at Annandale Golf Club at 8am. It's $110 per golfer and that does include your steak dinner so get in touch with those folks and then next uh, Sunday the afternoon tea and concert in aid of St. Vincent de Paul will take place on Sunday May 27th and that is at 2.45pm at the Holy Rosary Church on St. Clair Avenue. Tickets are $20 and seniors are $15. Entertainment will, of course, be by the one and only Ethna Heffernan and the man himself, Hugo Strani. There will be a raffle and a bake sale, and you can call Cathy O'Connell, 416-483-6914, or Jackie Jensen at 416-489-3668. And the annual Walk to the Stone is taking place as well. That is uh, coming up on May 27th, and it's at St. Gabriel's Church at 2157 Centre Street in Montreal. There'll be a mass at 10.30 a.m., and the walk begins at noon. There'll be food, drink, and live traditional Irish music at the church hall, and you can give Alan a call for more information on that at 416-402-3729. The Irish Cultural Society of Toronto welcomes you to get wants you to get to know the entrance, vying for the Toronto Rosa Tralee Festival in Tralee in August. The winner will be announced at the 54th annual Toronto Toronto Rosa Tralee Selection Ball on June the 2nd at Kings Garden Banquet Centre, and that is at the Islington and Queensway area. Now, we got notice in to say there are not very many tickets left for this, so if you want one, you want to get in now and don't be leaving it to the last minute. Give Sinead Canavan a call, 416-358-4831 or go to torontoirishculturalsociety.com. So get in early, folks, because there's not many tickets left. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce, Golf and Social Society is starting up very soon, June the 2nd to be exact. Rory O'Donovan is your captain. And these events will take place at the Don Valley Golf Course. If you want to get in touch to join up in that, send Rory an email, 
rory50 at gmail.com. Frank Sinatra's greatest hits with the Irish Choral Society, the Paul Noonan Trio and Hugo Strani will be taking place on June the 8th. That's Friday, June the 8th. The concert will start at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7. It's at the St. Bonaventure Parish Hall, 1300 Leslie Street in North York. Tickets are $20 and it's free for kids 12 and under. There'll be a cash bar and snacks, silent auction, door and prizes and a raffle. And you can book your tickets in advance, 416-759-2124. Or get in touch with them there at the Irish Choral Society. And it is sponsored by Trinity Custom Masonry. And the Cork Association annual pub night is on June the 9th at the Galway Arms. Get in touch with John Cawley there, 647-285-0866. Look at that. Good man yourself, 1157. Yeah, 13-8 to uh, Leinster. Um, could be a tight finish. Ten minutes to go Ten there. Ten minutes to go. Yeah. Fair play to yeah. You. Good stuff. All right. That's it, Kenny. I'm All off right. to a wedding here this afternoon. Good man. And uh, you're off to do a bit of bit of soccer and yeah, run around. Yeah, Good man. Running around the usual. And um, yeah, that's it, folks. All right, folks. We'll be back again next week. Thanks a million for listening. In. Slán. Slán away. community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.